1: Hello and welcome to Stafford House San Francisco Radio. You're joining us today. I'm Global Val here, one of the teachers at the school. And we've got a great show for you today. We've got students from around the world who've put together quite a show for you to, to listen to today. We've got some public service announcements. We've got some interviews, some general announcements. We've got some got an international showcase for you today from some of our producers from around the world, from Turkey, Japan, South Korea, Argentina, Switzerland, Spain, France, Brazil, Turkey, I said Turkey, Saudi Arabia, and what else? A couple other countries in there. I'm kind of forgetting at the time. All right. It's going to be all right, though. Thanks for listening to our show, and we'll see you next time. It's Divert House, San Francisco Radio. and welcome to the Common Thread Collective. This is Global Val. I'm here with Diamond Dave and all of our friends as we are almost every single Friday here at Mutiny Radio. And we are certainly invited to come down and join us. We're at the corner 21st and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street here in the Mission District of San Francisco. Hey, Diamond Dave. Right, hey. Yeah, come on down. It's an open mic. It's an
2: open heart. It's an open It's a open spirit it'd be an opening to put your words to put your music put what you uh, what you do out and about streaming around the world streaming around the streaming around the world on the internet and i believe we have five, we have uh we have Bloodflower!
1: Yeah, he's he, going to get up there and, and get ready mel- to play on the mel- Melodica, mel- but, yeah, we do. but we're going to start the show, as we like to do almost every show, um, with uh, a track from Dave's oldest son, Ubi Dooby Whitaker, because um, just when everything seems a bit crazy, um, Ubi reminds us that everything is going to be all all right. And just to let you know, everything's going to be all right. We've got Bloodflower out there with his melodica ready to.
2: Hey, Bloodflower. So beautiful. So good. And I, I really, even these days of Trump, as we're getting it together. <laughs> and, and Chris Cook is going to call or limp over uh, sometime before five, I hope. Chris, if you're listening. And we'll talk further. And, by, and you check out his article in The Progressive, how how labor is being trumped. By, by by, the man himself, Trump. And he lays it out there. So it's all connected. And Bloodflower, let, let us take us higher. Take it away, brother.
1: that was very entrancing. It was uh thank you. Thank you. Uh that that really kind of uh, put me in a different place. I don't know if I'm going to come back from that. Uh happy Friday everybody. <laughs> and I wanted to say thanks to Bloodflower. He um he uh, curated a a fantastic poetry uh showcase last weekend at Adobe Books uh called Qasidat, uh which is the Arabic word for poetry and uh we had a good time, didn't we, Bloodflower?
3: Everybody for showing up and um, participating and listening and reading their work and uh, you know just hanging out in general,
2: you know it was a great time. I got a lot of good feedback from it. So you know, no. so, uh, you know um, next one, uh, uh, four sixteen I believe. Four
1: sixteen. Four sixteen,
2: sixteen. Casadat three.
1: All right, and April is National Poetry Month. So put it on your calendar, folks, at our very cool local bookstore, Adobe Books, right over here on 24th Street. Um, it's intimate. It's fun. It's uh, insightful.
2: Speaking, and speaking about something which is not so in, uh, intimate, because it's uh, called Poems Under the Dome, it's our 12th annual. Did you know that?
1: 12th annual, yeah, Dave. Poems 12 Under the Dome, oh, my
2: goodness. It's called Poems Under the Dome. And it's the mother of all open mics. That's what it, uh, what it rolls out to be. And the dome, of course, is City Hall itself. And Horry Molina will, as he's done every year, do an opening ceremony. And I believe that's the only time it happens all year long in, uh, in, uh, in, in, in City Hall, which, of course, is located, like all of us, on a loamy land. And he does it, a blessing, a prayer to the Four Directions, Right there under the dome in City Hall. And I believe it reverberates, is that, reverberates all year long in City Hall. It cannot not. So we're we'll going to probably the four directions to the east, to the west, to the north, to the south in City Hall itself. And then in City Hall itself, it'll become a, uh, it becomes the mother of all open mics.
1: That's right. So again, that's going to be Thursday, uh, April 27th, starting uh, the reading begins at 5:30 p.m., but show up around 5 o'clock for the um, for the ceremony. Dave was just referencing, which happens right there under the dome at the base of those famous uh, infamous stairs and uh, yeah it goes from five the reading goes from 5:30 to 8 p.m. in the north light court which is just off um, to the well to the north of the staircase and uh, you can come and if you'd like to try to if you'd like to bring a poem uh, you can put your name in the hat there's a big green velvet hat that'll be in the back that Richard Ivanhoe and Kat will be uh, holding uh, open and ready for you to drop your name in and uh, we pull names of readers throughout the night so you can come up and you can read one poem preferably in three minutes or less so if you got a haiku well Thank you, because you've just made room for other people to read. Um, also, if you want to check the website, there'll be updated information coming soon at poemdome.net. Um, because you also have a chance of getting your name drawn ahead of time, if you happen to be at one of the Poetry Open Mics around San Francisco, uh, about you know mid-March all the way up through uh, April, um, we'll be going around to the Open Mics and doing drawings for, uh, for reading spots. Of course, this is all for... Free. It's all ages, and you're all welcome. It's a public event to exercise your poetic free speech inside the halls of government. And uh, break down the word "welcome."
2: I'd just like to notice how words go to welcome, 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 so welcome in and welcome to welcome in too. that. There'll probably be an opening reception well. with music. And uh, up, up the one of the supervisors, whether John Avalos is gone, but Hillary uh, Ronan is uh, there, and several others, I believe, will, in fact, have have, uh, indicated to me. Uh, that they'd be interested in uh, helping to host uh, something
1: that'd be cool. We'll, we'll figure out those details, All but you can you can put it on your calendar for sure for Thursday, the twenty seventh of April
2: and I want to say now that it wouldn't happen. I had the vision original vision. I was standing in Elamo Square, I guess was uh, now uh, more than twelve years ago, more like thirteen, and I looked down at that dome, the gold they just put the gold the the gold on the uh, on the city hall, and it was shining bright. It was early in the morning. And I looked at it and suddenly that came in my head, what a great place to, an o- to do an open mic. Well, it would be the mother of all open mics. And I, uh, and I, and I thought for a moment, I said, Dad, well, wait a minute, I think we could do that, it sounds like a project. And I ran down the hill, it was in Alamo Square, ran into City Hall. At that time, Aaron Peskin, that reminds me, you just reminded me, was the, uh, was the President of the Board of Supervisors then. And so I ran into his office and said, hey Aaron, I got this idea. And he said, let's do it. And that goes to the idea that one of the supervisors, I'd forgotten which supervisor said that they'd help host it, and that's Aaron Peskin, and I'm gonna go see him next week and say, Aaron, we need you again, and could you help sponsor the chambers for the reception? Because we need to have food for the body as well as the spirit. And while the open, while the poems in the Dome is all poems, we can have music. And we've had some memorable ones over the years. Isn't that right, Val?
1: We have. I think um, last year we had Trio Cambio. Trio Cambio. Uh, They'll come back. The year before that, I think we had Felicia Fugate. Um, and Felicia, we had, where is she? She'll and, come back. And the Thunderground, part of the Thunderground Collective were there. Um, so, yeah, we, we do like to do a little music and community uh, ahead of time. Before the procession down those big stairs and, and the and
2: intersection, and, and so we, it's, it just kind of does itself, doesn't it? <laughs> it's amazing. And you and EK it wouldn't happen without you. And then I, I was, uh, I was, was uh, my co-hosts, the people that make it happen, because I am all kind of old and a little whatever it is I've been. That's not just with my age. I've always been this way, just a little more so. But it wouldn't have happened with uh, without Val. And E.K. E. K. Keith, who will start coming in soon, who's a fine poet, and in fact uh, the librarian at uh, mission school and we'll bring the youth for the last three or four years we've amazed people by bringing these kids and they're so good
1: yeah she's oh a, my goodness she's a teacher librarian so in all of her free time which you wouldn't imagine a teacher librarian having uh, she she cultivates and, and encourages these young poets um, throughout the year and then we always start out with the youth voice so we've had um, people um, kids you know who are seniors in high school all the way down to I think the youngest was seven years old a couple a couple years ago
2: and they love it that's what I they love it it's really special to them to come to City hall and open it up last year these kids they were from, from mission weren't they uh, Burton. Burton. from Burton in other words middle school and they came and read from their journals mm-hmm. and their journals just amazing their take their honesty their oh my goodness uh, quality.
1: Yeah, and E.K. Keith is going to be my guest on Women's Magazine next Friday, March third, because she went to the Women's March in Washington D.C. So oh, I'm going to get uh, the the scoop from from her experience there. And we were
2: on the Women's March here. Yeah, we were. And it was huge. And it was amazing. And it's beautiful. And you know, uh, you know, the conversation. We like our conversation to flow on. Uh, well, I do is uh, do uh, now uh, the women's march and then I was at the airport when uh, at the airport when when people coming from these seven countries with their visas with their green cards were suddenly told got out, when they got off the plane they were suddenly put in a room with the handcuffs and told they couldn't come in and thousands and thousands of people turned out in the, up in the airport, and I think one of the sparks was in fact the Women's March, and then we had another that that Saturday afterwards. Yeah, yeah it was just a week later. Exactly. Now I think uh, what I'm what's coming through my head that I'm putting out here for the first time, uh, as you may or may not know, that well. Uh, Val, the they they come up with new uh, new guidelines for the immigration for the for the, the, the deportation and they, uh, with the new guidelines almost any anybody who's undocumented they say with a, with a record in other words if you got a if you got a traffic record if you got a record just for being i think just for being here you're subject for deportation
1: Yeah, so you know the these um, deportation raids from the ICE uh, department, immigration, what is it, enforcement, um, but they've they've been on the move Um, it it happens periodically but now it is uh, certainly happening under this administration Uh, they've been going around and knocking on doors of uh, purportedly looking for people who are undocumented and have some sort of criminal record however um, what's been happening is that they've also been arresting what they're referring to as collateral um, people Um, so if they are looking for a particular individual, uh, but somebody else opens the door and someone else in the house happens to be, uh, undocumented, um, in some way, shape or form, those people are also being arrested in these raids. And so, um, that's really taking it even a step further. But like you said, Dave, I mean, anybody could have some sort of police record or, or criminal record. And I mean, we could also, you know, go further down and, and see that, um, often immigrants, um, are, uh, targeted by police, and so kind of end up having some sort of criminal record, whether or not they ever really did anything, um, you know, against society, so to speak. Uh, so it's it's a pretty scary time. Um, but um, communities and cities and states around the country are rising up uh, to to defend and try to protect uh, these pe- these people who are in this vulnerable status. Uh,
2: I believe also.
1: Along with these new guidelines, he, they're also they're also making a, a
2: plea proposal to hire how many not a, not a hundred not a thousand but ten thousand more ice uh, ice uh, what do you call it, agents yeah agents to uh, so they could really get into I'm talking about ten thousand people they want to hire. As agents, there'll be a bunch of thugs. Well, wait to we'll wait to see what the, what the guidelines for hiring are going to be. It's, uh, and these and uh, Bush, and his man in charge who wants to kiss Bush's ass. I mean, not Bush. Look, I keep saying Bush. <laughs>
1: That's okay. You could say Bush. I uh, mean, but
2: I say well, I remember that too, all too well. I'm saying Trump. Yeah. Let me say Trump again. And uh, happened Trump, under Obama too. And, and have, but this is going to be. It happened on Bob, we'd do, But this is uh, this is way beyond that. This is 10,000 new ICE agents.
1: Right. I believe there are 5,000 already, and so they want to triple it, basically. So, you know, they're just going to say, we're creating more jobs and keeping America safe. And some people out there are going to believe that. So that's that's what that is. But um, cities are, are um, I mean, we kind of jumped off. Track from the whole travel ban, um, but in terms of it's all uh, protect, it is all connected. I agree. And uh, well, my,
2: if I can put forth an idea, well, I can, I, well, the great thing about the show, uh, Val, is that we'd say anything we'd like. We're covered by the First Amendment, and by the First Amendment, and that's what we choose to use. Mm-hmm. But the idea I have, which I'm starting to put out right now, which I would put, anyway, I'm starting to put, put on the show, is ice. I've discovered ice headquarters. Are at Golden Gate. I think near Van Ness, we can find that out. But what a perfect place for if a hundred started, if a thousand, talk about 10,000. So, what do I say? 10, 100, 1,000, 10,000 people going to come and just, in a peaceable way, just surround the ICE Heavy headquarters. Bring a lunch bring your drums, bring your guitars. we got our First Amendment of the Constitution, which I mentioned earlier, which gives us our rights to do what? Uh, speak freely, we're going to do that. So whatever spiritual practice we we follow, we're going to do that. And, of course, to gather, to assemble, for just, uh, what was it ago?
1: just... Uh, to, to, to peaceably assemble. For just... And, Graves- and, Graves- and Graves- to, Graves- yeah, to address the... Uh, the Griffiths government for, for and address them yes
2: assembling <laughs> Gathering,
1: so my my
2: suggestion is, my view, and I think it's going to happen. And freedom in, of the press. And freedom of the press. Bring your papers. That's all the first. Bring America. your work. And one of the great things about these demonstrations I've been, I've been at since the women's march is that people may, are making their own signs, and they're so creative.
1: Oh, so creative. Oh, so amazing. Amazing signs. And uh, yeah, I was thinking about one right now. You know, oh if, yeah. if, if if people were going to, um, you know, surround and protest or have some sort of vigil. At the ice headquarters, you know, you you just like draw like a big glass of iced tea or something, and just be like, "Be cool, man." I'd say the same It'd thing. Be very San Francisco.
2: And they'll have to come through. They'll have to come through to get to their headquarters. They'll have to come out to when they get to the headquarters. Where they take the people? They take away? Can they? I think because we're in a. I'm just like my, 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 my mind flow on as I do sometimes, and as you know. And where do they take the people? We're now in a sanctuary uh, city, and it's a sanctuary jail in the sanctuary city, so I don't believe they can take the
1: people in handcuffs that they're going to pick up and take them to the San Francisco jail. No, it's a whole different process. It's a federal process. So there's private um, detention centers uh, throughout the United States, um, here in California as well, um, that where they're essentially they're, they're like giant prison sites and people who have either been, um, arrested for not for being undocumented, or if they've come across the border and been apprehended. Um, and in some cases, people who have applied f- to be re- for, for, um, um, asylum, um, but they haven't been approved. And so they're kind of in this holding pattern, all of these types of people are End up in these, um, these these private detention centers, uh, men, women, and children, um, and 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 especially for some of those folks who are kind of waiting for asylum to, to be processed. I mean, people can can be up there. There've been folks sometimes pe- people have been in there for up to a couple of years at a time.
2: It's staggering. Uh,
1: you it's know, amazing. anywhere from a few months to a couple of years. It's I mean, it's inhumane. Um, because for the most part, this isn't like all the, the like you know the criminals who've come across the board. You know, I mean, come on, <laughs> it's it's a lot of people who are just in in um, legal limbo, and um, you know, there's private prison corporations that are making money off of it, so. Um, we are our eyes are wide open, and um, so are our hearts. And San Francisco is a sanctuary city. CCSF is a sanctuary campus. Um, I was I was uh, happy to to read that uh, the governor of Oregon, um, who's a, a, she signed um, an ordinance for the state of Oregon, making it a sanctuary state, saying they wouldn't uh, coordinate or cooperate with uh, ICE. So this is breaking down, uh, the, breaking it down, breaking up, and breaking around the whole West
2: Coast and the East Coast are be, be, becoming sanctuary areas. Uh, Washington State also has a very liberal. We got Spokane. We got we got yeah uh, uh, very Seattle. liberal. They got a, a true socialist on the on the uh, Seattle City Council, who is really uh, speaks up, speaks up, speaks up. She is a socialist, and. Uh, uh, so I see the whole West Coast becoming a sanctuary, and uh, back in the days of the Underground Railway, uh, the, the people that escaped slaves could, would get out, be put on that Underground Railway, and get up north, and then from north uh, into Canada. During the Vietnam War, uh, the AWOLs, absent without leave and deserters would come to the Haight Ashbury, which was, a, there was a sanctuary, but it was, because it was, a, it was definitely, we were not a red state, not a blue state, but a real red state in the heat. and we, we had an underground railway that would get people on a whole series of communes to get them to Canada, where many of them stayed and became uh, active citizens of Canada. I believe that, uh, and so then we're going right away now for, 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 for since ICE, but you can come to, come to the sanctuary city and you're welcome. To as much degree as you can, we do have no idea to what degree and how it recognizes. We know that Trump and company were threatening to take the money away, federal money away for schools, for 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 for, for whatever they get to take it away yeah. and to try to starve us back to not being sanctuary.
1: Right, and and just uh, to be clear about the whole sanctuary city. Policy. It's not. It's not just about the pol- you know the police or the sheriffs not cooperating with ICE when someone's actually been arrested. But what it, but what it does is it puts protections in place for people who may be victims of crime or um, you know or, or or a witness of, of a crime, and so um, they they can you know kind of safely contact or. Uh, supposedly, uh, allegedly, safely contact law enforcement and not be penalized for being undocumented. So if somebody is is a victim of domestic violence, but they happen to be undocumented, um, you know, going to the police uh, to try to get help um, in a sanctuary city is going to not result in them being deported. Um, so things like that, you know, somebody breaks into your car and you want to, and you've, you know, you call the cops and you're trying to file a police report. Well, without sanctuary city, people who don't have the proper documentation, no matter how old they are, um, then, you know, without the sanctuary city, um, you know, stand a risk of of themselves being, uh, in their case, being investigated and and potentially penalized for their immigration status. So um, it's not about protecting criminals. It's about protecting communities.
2: Our fellow human beings is what it is to me. Yeah. I say take down the walls, open the doors, get rid of the borders, too. You've heard me say this. Families, bands, tribes, communities, collectives. We be we be uh, we be the common thread collective. Collectives. We believe in that, but borders just a just a just a line on their map. Take a look and see why uh, the weather's a border. It has to do with uh, back then, uh, back then in which the, the the California before it was California it was then part of Mexico. They came and they took it. So this is not only M- M- Mexican land, but this is Alomi land right here. Yeah. And I've been
1: I you know, when I was at Dot last Saturday, last Sunday at Adobe Books. Um I picked up uh Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee.
2: Oh, that's so good. Uh
1: and just I mean, even just the first chapter just really paints a huge picture about just the way that um uh European settlers um you know destroyed and lied to all of the native tribes who were who were here um, before them, uh, you know, trying to have this, you know, draw a line. Andrew Jackson, you know, we're going to draw this line, and on one side is our territory, and the other side is Indian territory. And and uh, if you're a settler, you can't go into Indian territory. Oh, wait, but we found gold over here, right. and wait, we've got to go fight a war with Mexico over here. So we're just going to march through, and oh yeah, well no, we're going to move this line, and and just get pushing and pushing and pushing, and and uh, manipulating and going going to war. With with uh, these these um, peoples who had you know lived on the land for thousands of years and um, you know generations in, we're still trying to figure out what to do with all of this settlement. So yeah, we are we are on um, stolen land essentially. And in
2: fact, uh, if you can steal
1: land, which to, uh, they seem uh, to have which done. I like,
2: oh, sorry, uh, to mention but before the coming, before the coming, and all of this. Before the coming of the white men and all of this for thousands of years, there's a book. There's a book that that's right about right here. It's called The Olomi Way. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Which was,
2: was what it was like. It's one of the b- b- best books by Malcolm. Malcolm Margolin. Margolin. I definitely recommend it. And he's uh,
1: also started Heyday Press. He's, he's part of the Heyday Day Press.
2: And he's been here. Boy, he's been here. I think it was, may have been in Kipu. But anyway, it's uh, The Olomi Way. Hey, I got uh, We got drift. Let me do this for a minute uh, while we're doing... Hey, Kathy. Hello.
1: Hi. Uh, Yeah, we could pull that microphone out in front of you.
2: Now, Kathy is here for a couple reasons. So good to have you here. Hey, Kathy. Hey, what's up? Look at the smile. Yeah, welcome to the Common Thread Collective. (laughs) Uh, 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 Kathy is a journalist. As you see, she's been taking notes. uh, Taking notes. She's a journalist, and she's uh, doing a couple things. One... She's doing a story about uh, yours truly. I'm telling you about me and the places I go and what I do at this late stage in my life. Is that right? Yes. They'd already an article in the uh, in the Guardsman. Now the Guardsman is the uh, the official of the newspaper of the city, uh, the city college, uh, uh, newspaper of City College. In fact, let's start with the first one. There's going to be an event uh, this afternoon and tonight. Am I right? Yeah. And, uh, what is that event? Let's invite people to go because it's going to be happening. What's happening to, uh, at, in the journalism department? They, they have a little cabin, a cabin uh, uh, there at City College, journalism department. That's, uh, that's uh, the Guardsmen and etc. etc., etc., which is their magazine. But what's happening tonight, uh, Kathy?
0: There is going to
4: be an open reception for a photo gallery called Street Live, SF by Day, SF by Night. We're going to have a lot of photojournalists there, and you get to even meet them there. So it's going to be at 50 Phelan Avenue at Bungalow
2: 615. That's tonight. I'm going to, go, I'm going to come as soon as the show is
1: over. I'm going to get on, get on Bart and truck on over there.
4: We're hoping to have a full house, so we'll see. Oh, geez.
1: Sometimes mics uh, jump out. Uh, <laughs> So <laughs> so it's, so it's, um, so it's an, an art show, a photography show, city by day, city by night? Yeah, it's
2: a photography show. Oh, nice. So be food for the body, mind, and spirit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she says. And second, Kathy, you have an idea, and uh, people have agreed that you should do this, of a story about uh, what it is I do and how it is I do. What, uh, what, tell us a bit about that.
4: Well, I've researched a lot of stories about you and I want to come at, it at a different angle other than you are a local legend here in San Francisco. I want to get I want people to know the real you. Where did you grow up? How did you grow up? How many siblings
5: did you have? Like, who is the real Diamond Dave?
1: What do you think of that? I think it's uh, yes, let's let's unpack this um the earlier mystery, I suppose, right? Well, the Well, I'm I'm sure I've been
2: at it so long. Maybe I've uh, forgotten too. So that, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, so uh, we'll we'll talk a little further about that because we had drift on the piano. Uh, Let me let me think about that a bit. yeah, where to, where to start, right, Dave? Exactly. And where to stop <laughs> and what it all means. That might be where harder. i to go from here. Well, this is a good start to right here. Do you have any questions since you've been sitting for a while?
0: Well, can we get started with the interview now
4: right
2: here? Well, let's see hear Drift. <laughs>
1: drift. Give, give Dave a couple of minutes to, to let that uh, the notion sink in. G- go back, Dave.
2: Well, I, think I, back. I think we're even starting now. <laughs> I always say it's
1: one of my lines is write this down.
2: The past shakes hands with the future through the now, right now. The past shakes hands with the future through the now, right now. So you have to write quickly and slowly, and you're doing a note.
1: And what's nice, though, is that this is being recorded, and so you can listen to the podcast later.
2: Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. The podcast goes on as soon as the show is over.
1: That's right, a little so bit after 6 o'clock.
2: But here's the second TV line I want Radio. to give you. After, uh, here's the second line I want to give you: uh, Dancing sideways. If I wasn't holding this mic, I'd get up and dance sideways. <laughs> dancing sideways, think of, dancing sideways down the ribbon of time. The, the path had lit by the echo behind. Dancing sideways down the ribbon of time. The, uh, the path they had lit by the, by the echo behind. Wow. You see, these come to me from the spirit. And so I have to, what was I, So I think about it and I see all that later, different facets of what that might mean. But hey, Drift, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's turn it over and have some music. I think not only we've talked a lot,
1: okay. but yes, I think we it's have. time
2: for a little music and, uh, all for right. sure. Take so it away, Drift.
1: Got a mic out there, huh? 好
6: You don't have to. If you have something else you want to what do yeah, stop for. Yeah, I'll put it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll it oh, yeah. Uh, probably. It's not really good a war ruffling soon, it's a rainy day afternoon, you know I try to make combat him. She didn't kick Trump in the mouth. Uh, it was a very interesting conversation in which the New York Times admitted to me, in my mind, that Donald Trump had rigged the election by 30 million votes. It's reported it as three. The, the, the Senate conversation of uh, with the incoming uh, senator or excuse me, Judge, Supreme Court judge, who admits that Donald Trump is is, is incompetent. The conversation of 1953 in (laughs) Acton. Bigotry, uh, charges of um, sexism that which Donald Trump's campaign is really basically a truth guilty of. That a political a member of the political establishment can't be charged with treason, with which time in which it is he would normally would not be able to.
1: to see you drift thanks for coming through let's play a little music here and we'll be uh coming back with more live stuff but uh you know i hope uh, you believe in miracles i know i do What was the music you were playing? Oh, that was some Jefferson uh, Starship. That's your a- Jefferson
2: Starship. Well, we have we have out out there now waiting rather patiently. Um, speaking of Trump, I'm talking about my brother Gary. Gary, take it away. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me here.
1: Yeah, welcome back. I haven't seen you since the uh, was well, the day of the. Uh, Women's March, but the twenty-first, where we had a special event here that night, the anti-inaugural poets' ball, and you came out for that. So that was pretty. That was a a, a, a solid addition to that evening.
2: Thank What's a you. solid addition this afternoon? I guess. Take it away, Gary. Well,
7: uh, I'm about to perform "Trump Rabies," which I wrote in January of last year. The first video of this performance was shot in February of last year. You could find it at TrumpRabies.tk. Don't be afraid of the tk; it's the same as .com. It's free. It's YouTube. There's no malware, or spyware. You can also find it by Googling Trump Rabies. I'm one and three right now. Searching Trump Rabies on YouTube brings up my best two videos at one and two, and Yahoo brings them up at one and five. Trump Rabies, searching for it will find me even on Facebook so I hope you'll listen to the videos and resist Trump. Here's Trump rabies. I had all the answers and then life raped me of all the questions or how I stopped worrying and learned to love our Fuhrer Donald Trump don't trump hire me as your sex apprentice don't betray our love for politics turn showbiz who cares how high the rent putin pays on your booty is i want to give birth to trump babies want to itch with trump brand scabies. i'm running crazy in the streets with trump political rabies oh donald take me away from rabble we're erotic undertones of your babble because you speak in a tortured ideological scrabble while the media mangle and grope and grapple. Listening to you is like hearing Adam eat the apple. Spraying juice all over himself like, mango snapple don't build a wall between your heart and mine you republican queen i promise me raping you is just a dream it's true i do want to immigrate into you you sexy man don't worry i'm a hundred percent not mexican So please don't whip that thing out again. Oh, my Donald Trump! I want a finger and stroke
8: that dead
7: yellow animal taxidermated entombed on your head, while we lie in the walled office story of presidential suite's bed. When Congress hears of our passionate thrills, I'm sure they'll have Goldman Sachs pay our room service bills. Your politics are heinous, and your policies painous, but I want your maniacal rhetoric.
0: shoved up my anus!
9: won't hurt
7: for long, less than a decade of Donald Trump tears, at most eight years of realized Donald Trump fears. Donald, fuck us in fits of fascism, piss on us with wit and wisdom. Choke
8: us with your words
7: until we're sick. Donald Trump, you suck. So why not my dick? Trumprabies.tk Find the video or search Trump Rabies, two words on the internet, Google, Yahoo, YouTube, Facebook, you'll find the videos. The second is better than the first. Um, Do we have any time to talk about Trump? The most important thing I can point out that no one is paying attention to right now is the case in front of the Supreme Court. It was announced on Tuesday. Pardon? Oh, okay. Is
1: it hot? The the mic is on.
2: Okay, so you're talking about the Supreme Court, uh, maybe uh, maybe a decision coming up to the Supreme Court or what? Do you the, your last words out there was Supreme Court. Carry on. Tell me more.
7: There's a motion for rid of mandamus in front of the Supreme Court based on the premise that the Supreme Court has complete authority to amend, abridge, nullify elections in which foreign invasion has presented, prevented them from happening or corrupted them. The premise is that the cyber warfare attack, which 17 U.S. intelligence agencies maintain, occurred and influenced the election, is a foreign invasion. Now let that sink in. Our entire crisis may come to a head based on whether or not the cyber attack, originating from what, Seems to be a kleptocracy run by Vladimir Putin.
2: Among Picked our current
7: president, or influenced that choice. That? Uh, uh, pardon me.
2: Well, let's see. So, uh, uh, the influence of choice. I think. What I, I don't think he mentioned it failed, but I'll say it again. That it looks like this a cyber attack. What was made in order to uh, to uh, elect Trump. Yes. Trump is elected. Yes. Whether they're going to go, there's been a calls for an independent commission. To take a look at it, yes. Because we have a situation where we not only have a Republican president, but up to now he's been backed. Although a lot of them were saying, were were saying before the election, never Trump. Trump is grabbing for pussy. All that stuff that he uh, he was this octopus with tentacles going around the planet. Yes. Trump. Yes. They were saying never Trump, but now he's got a Republican. Uh, uh, Russ Republican. Repo- uh, Repo- please, Republican. Uh, okay, Russ Republican. The Republican Senate and Congress, and they seem to be most of the basic, most of the time, like kind of robots, ready to do Trump and his inner circle leaning. Yes. And so people have called.
1: Well, they're they're taking advantage of it being that there's a sitting Republican Party president because you know now they can just push through their legislation so i think that in some ways they just think well if i just like play along then i can get my stuff passed you know it's very it's a very you know self-interest um driven uh type of profession and uh, there's there's a lot of money rolling around too um, but hundreds all of, the, of billions. Hundreds but, of billions. But all of these, you know, kind of like, oh well, Russia hacked uh, Hillary Clinton's emails and send it through to WikiLeaks, and you know, it was like well it was a hack but it was also a release of information and information is what people use to make their decisions all the time so the the question is not whether or not that happened and if the few people you know the, or not the few people but the people who, who read that then changed their minds and voted for uh, uh, Trump yeah. instead of uh, Clinton um, but really it's a matter of th- this, this question of uh, interference being, um, was this, uh, the Trump campaign in cahoots, in a sense. Um, that that would be a more significant um, finding than well, just, a, a, have,
2: you know, hacking. And uh, the, the General Flynn, who was his right-hand man, who was uh, the, the one who was coming up with a lot of stuff, had to quit, had to quit, and uh, Trump was leaning on him. But there's also come out that many of his campaign aides we had conversations with russians uh, uh just prior to the election am i right
7: absolutely there's fewer and fewer doubts among people who are awake that this is actually a complete alignment with putin of a number of economic and and social interests that are very corrosive to human culture human civilization so, not uh, just as, I,
2: as i said an octopus whose tentacles go around the planet an activist Octopus, an octopus who supposedly that the business was transferred while you're president, you can't be doing it. So he said, my children will do it. And yeah, just now, in the last week, they've opened another Trump Tower, I believe, in Indonesia. Is that yes,
7: right? yes, some some place that is now very fond of of the White House well
1: in Indonesia I mean let's jump up to the State Department Rex Tillerson who's now been confirmed as a Secretary of State the President of ExxonMobil uh, was the President while ExxonMobil was in Indonesia um, during uh, horrendous human rights atrocities um, and there's an open case against ExxonMobil that names Rex Tillerson um, for um, for their participation in, in some of those um, massacres that were happening so we have it's kind of the you know it's not um, it's these folks who have uh, found themselves in these seats of power one way or another um, you know it kind of represents the kind of ultimate corporate takeover of the government um, where private Billionaires and private corporations um, are 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 trying to kind of like crush the what remains of, of government oversight. Um, and uh, you know, he didn't drain the swamp; he just threw in a bunch of poisonous snakes.
7: Restocked it to his liking.
1: Right.
0: Okay, okay. Thank
7: you, Charles M. Blow. The one editorial anyone should read in their lifetimes was written by Charles M. Blow in the New York Times yesterday. Probable Pulitzer Prize winner. Amazing. Editorial. Um, wow. I'd love to read a piece. Of and
2: then it. today, I just saw kind of passing that uh, that uh, his press uh, his press chief is now banning New York Times, <laughs> CNN from uh, from the daily uh, press. Uh,
1: Oh, my God.
7: When the CNN softballs are too tough for you, it's time to go.
1: (laughs) It's a really good point. I mean, they, you know, CNN hired Trump apologists throughout the campaign. So there was always somebody there to um, to speak, you know, and defend him during the campaign. And so, you know, for for this administration to go and attack CNN, which basically helped hand them the election by giving them so much, uh, you know, like I said, uh, uh, apologies. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, the the president swears to uphold the Constitution, and this person who's in office is categorically against every single right in the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights: freedom of the press, freedom of speech, unless it's something that you know, saying something good about him. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, against the freedom of religion because he's banning people coming in from Muslim countries who we haven't had any terrorist attacks from anybody from those countries um, that were on his travel ban um you know uh, you know uh, don't protest me uh I my ego is too fragile for that Shoot. um all of all of these things and, and he just goes on and attacks the press so i mean he's he's obviously a very distracting clown to hold up front but mm-hmm. what we need to pay attention to are all these people who are working be- behind him and uh, circle and yeah and the
7: unfortunately these are these are all Putin's toys now there's an important essay by Heather Cox Robertson everyone should Google for immediately shock event oh. she describes the Muslim ban as a classic shock event to distract us from the consolidation of power among the militarized elements of the federal government a seizure of control of local law enforcement which is in progress and a federalization of National Guard troops which has been proposed in the American Southwest Reed, California of a hundred thousand National Guardsmen this is happening very rapidly here but this is all Putin's shock effect to distract us from the extraction of another hundred billion dollars of personal wealth from the people of Russia and from the planet he is in cahoots with Tillerson and Trump to do a massive massive robbery of more Russian resources which has made him the richest man on the planet and the most dangerous man on the what planet. He he's, he's worth a more than $100 billion dollars at least. Yeah, it's not, it's all not, stolen.
2: It's way beyond it's, it's any not money you can use it's stolen. to it's stolen. live it's in the most planet. luxurious fashion.
7: This so is, so is our a, enemy. This is who invaded the country. This is who may trigger the Supreme Court decision to nullify the election, which is the remedy.
2: But who is I? You're saying that... Yes. Hey brother, can I say something? Yes. You're You're saying this... And it sounds good to say, but who is bringing this, who is bringing this, uh, does ask for a writ going all the way to the Supreme Court? The very Supreme Court is a Supreme Court, which, as we well remember, when uh, when it came up in Florida, when it up the grounds between Bush and Gore and Gore in Florida uh, nullified the the, the the nullified the nullification and made Bush president. Yes. Now they're the same Supreme Bush, Court, yes. same Supreme Court that we have now, essentially.
7: Not necessarily.
2: Well, we're, nothing is necessarily. Well, so think, who's bringing, uh, the, what's oh, necessary? Who's bringing this case? Asking for this writ.
7: You can answer that question at Revote.org. There are a number of suits that were merged into uh, one. Uh, this writ of mandamus motion uh is requesting nullification of the primary and general elections so their solution requested is to nullify the election results of both primaries and general and rerun them now the supreme court can sure. grant the writ of mandamus and then do whatever it wants it has complete latitude in this We need to do two headcounts. The Supreme Court headcount is votes for and against. You can assume the four liberals will vote for the writ of mandamus. You can also assume the two Koch brothers seats will vote for writ of mandamus because the Koch brothers hate. Trump. To be aligned with 17 U.S. intelligence agencies and the Koch brothers against Trump is strange fellows indeed. But Clarence Thomas, Justice Thomas, and Justice Alito are going to vote as the Koch brothers tell them. That's six out of eight votes for the writs of mandamus. Will the moderates, Roberts and Kennedy, vote for Trump? I count potentially eight unanimous votes for the writ of mandamus in that little rant.
2: Meanwhile, well, to be continued is sure. And uh, hey, brother, this uh, we, we just before it came in, we talked a uh, part of the show used to be, when Val was something called reading between the lines of the New York Times,
1: Ugh. and that oh, was yeah. some years ago.
2: Oh, yeah. And we need to do that again. Please. So I want to invite you back, and to be to help, help us with you. it. Seems I'd love to see those. Uh, I'd love to see those you mentioned two pieces right now, and as this, uh, as this unravels unraveling unravel Rapidly. we need somebody like you to give us a hand and take a 15 or so minutes every every week to take a look at as rather now I, I was speaking of i noticed that call for a for a commission and investigation <sighs> not one made up of the congress only because they're all republicans and they they say, well, they've been asked to do it, and they keep coming off. Well, I don't know, I don't see, and so on. But an independent commission really look into this. The very stuff you're talking about, I believe, that's going to be coming out too. So we have we have about a year. I'd I'd consider of great changes and upheavals. And uh, as we and are we going to become a fascist state, or will the resistance prevail? And out of this, this out of Trump will come something good, which is the real power of the people. I
7: beg to differ. We have weeks. Weeks. Weeks.
2: Okay, well, we, Weeks. Uh, we'll we see. If it feels like a TV now. That's what I was thinking before talking to you. But will you come through next week if you have time? I'd love to. And bring
1: some of that oh, and we'll
2: share the material?
1: Which reminds me, um, coming up next week uh, here at Mutiny Radio, uh, we have a festival every year. There's a comedy festival that happens every year in March. So next Friday, um, there are going to be shows... Uh, starting here in the evening time, so our show, uh, the Common Thread Collective, is going to be slightly abbreviated uh, next Friday. So we'll be wrapping up around 4:30.
2: Okay, but okay. we still want you, brother. Thank you, thank you. This is free radio. Uh, this is free radio, as you see. You're really welcome here. Thank you. And I like it. and this as it arrives in weeks rather than a year. Well, we'll see all that. It's to be continued. As I said before, the past shakes hands with the future to the now. Right Cheers. now. Cheers. And uh, this commission.
10: Pony, let the spinning wheel spin. You got no money, yeah. You, you got no home, spinning wheels, all alone, talking about your troubles, and yeah you, you never learn. Ride a painted pony, let the spinning wheel turn. Spinning and-
1: and the wheels spin and the wheels turn and speaking of colors um i see that our friend rainbow is sitting up there on the stage um he's casually holding on to his guitar and probably doesn't know i'm talking about him right now um but we'd love to have rainbow do a couple of songs and uh i will uh Make sure Um, he understands that uh, we're going to be ready for him whenever he is ready. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to play a little song here uh, from a group called Hazy Loper off of their album Ghosts of the Barbary, the Barbary Coast here of San Francisco. And uh, this song is uh, called Clarion Alley, which, of course, is that uh, alleyway. Um, between um, 16th and 17th Street um, covered with murals constantly changing It's four twenty, so I'd like to introduce our friend Rainbow.
4: I'll never forget. <laughs> I clock my whole life by it.
1: <laughs> hey Rainbow, you ready to go? Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for. Ready. Thanks for being here.
4: Thanks for having me, Val. For Always sure. A pleasure.
1: Always welcome. Take it away, my friend.
4: So, okay, I'd like to uh, dedicate this song to the uh, Native American people, and... Oh, the white man came along And ran the Indians off of the land And then he slaughtered the buffalo Such a long time ago Yea, he slaughtered the buffalo Such a long time ago Now these greedy corporations a running a foul operation. Wow. Just look at the hole in the ground where they're tearing the redwoods down. Oh, look at the hole in the ground. Where they're tearing the redwood down. Oh, the poison in the water. Contaminating all the air. But it's at first us all sitting in jail, waiting for justice to prevail. Oh, at first us sitting in jail Waiting for justice to prevail Gonna do when they point a finger at you, when you gave it everything it was worth just to try to save the earth. Yeah, he gave it all that it was, was just to try to save the earth. And when there's no one left to blame And the world goes down the drain And when there's nothing more to be said when the earth becomes a grave, yeah, there's nothing more to be said. When the earth becomes a grave, you better stop telling the redwood down. Yeah, you know you better stop.
1: That was beautiful. Thank you. Hope you could hear that okay. Hey, good to see you, man. Loud and clear, my friend. Um,
4: Do I get another one?
1: Yes. Yes, okay,
4: please. This, this one was written for the uh, Mother Earth. It's called If the Bomb Come. There's a sweet girl. Someplace in this world But don't you ever be This place is a cesspool Take a look at the skin That you're living in I thought that you might like to know That you're a living soul I just can't understand All the violence in man say that you don't wanna die If the bomb come There'll be no place left to hide And oh, For what it is worth I love the mother earth But think she is dying And you say that you don't want to die But if the bomb comes There'll be no place left to ah, ah,
1: ah, ah, ah. thank you. Thank you, Rainbow. Hey, is Rainbow. That it?
11: One more, maybe.
1: Yeah, of course.
11: Okay.
4: Yeah, let's do it. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Hey, you might have a flower, but the cops have got the power. To put you all under arrest Even though you might be Trying to do your best And how can there be no plans But you can't have any part plan? Oh, how can there be no plans? But you can have any thought plan. Oh, the cops, they're like muggers, only cops. They can really hold you up. They might even shoot you too If you don't do what they tell you to do And how can there be no plans But you can't have any thought plans How can there be no plans But you can have any thought plans Oh, the courtroom is a three-ring circus. You wonder how they can even make such a fuss. When the judge is the biggest clown of all, you know he only wants to see you take a fall. And how can there be no plans for you can have any part plans? How can there be no plans what you can have any part plans? Oh, murder is illegal till they send you off to war. Well, it's always raining bullets and you get to watch young blood pour. Little kids are taught that having guns is having fun till daddy leaves behind a loaded wand. And how can there be no plan, but you can't have any part plans? How can there be no plan, but you can't have any part plans? Well, at least grass will get you high. Well radiation only makes you die Now the trouble with the nukes is there's just too many flukes And how can there be nuke no plans but you can have any part plans How can there be nukes? No but you can't have any part plan Well, yesterday I seen the police Out shooting at a lonesome breeze everywhere you go is a no standing zone i swear to god they just won't leave you alone and how can there be no plan but you can have any plans how can there be But you can't have any pot plants.
1: Hey. Yeah, Rainbow. We lo- Thank two you so
4: much. We love that
1: song. It's one of our favorites. Uh, me, will you? you know, uh, right after the, uh, you know, the day of the election, I thought, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and pot's going to be legal in California and there won't be any more death penalty. And a woman's going to be president. Well, what, one out of three, one out of three, that's, you know, that's just what happened. (laughs) That's not fake news. (laughs) It's a personal story and also an accurate one. So, uh, Here we are in the new age, 2017. Um, I'm calling it, I'm calling 2017 the year of the town hall. There's a woman uh, in Arkansas who was up there just really giving the what for to her uh, representative um, saying, you know, what kind of health insurance do you have, Senator? And uh, saying, you work for us and the crowd's going crazy and and the guy's just standing on stage very, very quiet. Not really moving. um It's the year of the town hall, so uh it's uh people are in the streets. People are woke, as we say, as we're saying these days. Um, it's my new favorite slang term. Stay woke. <laughs>
12: woke on, my brothers and sisters. Woke on. It's about
1: time. <laughs> it's a, it is about time, blood flower. It's right. So um yeah, here we are in the common thread Coy- collective. my
12: hundred year beard from my sleep. <laughs>
1: And richard sanderel pipes in with his pipe dreams of a hundred year beard
12: oh i don't know i don't know <laughs> about this big white white beard <laughs> <laughs> um well
0: they're gonna uh, need a mic on there that amp
1: Oh. My back is all sketchy, right. but my back's kind of... Scary. All right, I'll tell you what, we're going to talk with Richard for a minute, and then... Uh, or, not just a minute, Richard. Uh, That's just I, a figure of speech. Um, and then I'll play some music and uh, come out and make sure that there's something set up out can there.
2: I, can, I request, can I request a song?
1: Yeah, what's... Yes, Blood Flower. You really? Request. Yeah. Really? What's your request?
2: I want to hear
8: Bush Tetris. You'd like, you'll like them. It's a female band, Bush Tetris. Uh-huh. Cowboys in Africa.
1: Bush Tetris Cowboy in Africa. All right, I'll, I'll line that up you know for us. No
12: wave band. Do you know it? Great title. <laughs>
8: <laughs>
2: my uh, my old friend Pat plays she played guitar in Africa.
12: Wow. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful? Who are you talking
2: spacious to? spacious skies. I mean, we're just in here.
1: And oh, okay. Do this, so, to a
2: show here, brother. Yes,
12: we are doing a yeah, show I, <laughs> Well,
2: let's, uh, continue. Uh, well, Feather is going to call in 15
1: minutes. Okay. All right. Good. And well, that's Feather. So, she's been out there at Standing Rock uh, for the past few months and has been calling in uh, to, to this show and to Women's Magazine periodically to give us updates. Um, so, we'll, we'll talk to her about um, what's t- happened just this past week with the. Um, evacuation of the
2: camp well she's uh, she's in Missoula now but she said in a few days she's going back to Standing Rock so there are people in another camp we'll, we'll find out what that means yeah, she'll call find next out. week we'll from uh, wherever it is she's going to be from Standing Rock is the word she used so let's watch for her in 15 minutes All meanwhile right. here's uh, hey
1: uh, here's Tyler
2: do you guys you oh, got, you'd like to do oh, we got Taylor Richard Sandrell
1: uh, There we go. Lots of moving of the microphones. It's my favorite sound bite.
3: It's great to be here. It's Taylor. (laughs) So, the post or the poem today that I want to share with you all is entitled Jesus Was a Refugee. Christians, or rather those who claim Christ in word but not deed, can we dialogue for a moment? Are we really going to stand on the wrong side of this travel ban? Have we forgotten that Jesus was a refugee? He wasn't born in a palace but in a manger. Part of his life was spent on the run to be protected from those who sought to kill him before his time. He sought refuge in a foreign land until he can safely return where he came from. What would have happened had he had every door slammed in his face? Who are we to shut the doors on others? Remember the original church and the Israelites were refugees too. We can't ask God for refuge and yet deny it to others.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Absolutely. Attention. Um thank you for reading that that piece. Uh, you know, it's uh, when uh, there's so much hypocrisy against, you know, keeping people out. Um thank you, Taylor. I appreciate your your uh, approach well. Yeah. There wouldn't be a Jewish person, there uh, wouldn't
2: be a Jew today calling themselves a Jew, but without the people, the refugees who left uh, uh, left Egypt and left and out of the, uh, out of the word uh, Jew began, is that right? Yep. This is Abraham, refugee. In fact, the whole history of the world in a sense is refugee. And now, uh, and now to take it now, um, Trump is planning to start deporting thousands, hundreds of thousands of people uh
1: and we'll have another wave of refugees so that'd be going hey uh yeah on the line um we've we've got our phone call in from Christopher Cook um who has been who writes for the progressive and uh Dave, you are telling me about a new article that just recently came out um by Christopher Cook and uh welcome to the show thanks for calling and and being uh being on the common thread collective yet again welcome hey Thanks a lot. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Friday. Well, what we say—it is. We're, we're we're working we're
2: working on it. And we were yeah. just talking about uh, the, the Jews as refugees. Uh, my 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 sister Tyler here just read a uh, a, a beautiful poem saying Jesus was a refugee, mm-hmm. and uh, definitely true. Mm. And we're talking about that the refugees, these waves of refugees, this plan that Trump apparently has to. Uh, To deport hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, refugees, refugees, and then... then
1: Bypassing
2: due process and... and no due right. necessary and that he plans to uh, hire another 10,000 do you believe that you must know it yep. 10,000 uh, thugs agents to the, do that deportation now you have this guy. Uh, the article we're talking about is the article in Progressive so good to see you appearing there That's, you're a good voice for what's happening so talk Thank a bit you. about that
13: yeah no thanks it's, it's an article and it, and it connects somewhat with what you're talking about and, and immigration certainly in a big way it's Called the article that's the progressive oh, website, progressive.org, and it's called Trumping Labor. And it's a uh, in depth examination of the not only the Trump, but the Ryan led Congress agenda to basically de- demolish a whole set of worker protections, workplace protections, workers' rights. Um, you know, obviously, tons of these workers, especially in certain industries are immigrant workers who are you know, the most uh, at risk in terms of um, often working the most dangerous low-paid jobs that nobody else will do. And then also on top of that, uh, many of them being undocumented, uh, they can't assert their rights, or they can, but it's, it, it's a serious risk for them to do that. And industries profit off of this directly by having... A fairly captive, low-wage workforce um, at their disposal, and you know. So, what's interesting about what you were talking about before this, and then my article, and and some of these issues around the Trump assault on workers' rights, is you know the way in which it really clashes both with you know a, a key part of his voting base, being you know even if it was overblown, it's still true, um, working class people, uh, blue-collar people, and also the industries that backed Trump uh, that rely so heavily on immigrant labor and highly exploited immigrant labor. Uh, And this is going to be a real tension point that we may not always see headlines about, but it's going to come to pass. We had this under Pete Wilson uh, years ago in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s in California when he wanted to run roughshod over immigrant rights, and he did. But he got so much pushback from industry groups and the farm, the agribusiness groups that said, "Hey, this is our, this is our bread and butter. This is our workforce." And um, you know, of course, we want that workforce not to be exploited. We want immigrant workers to have uh, union rights, union protection, higher wages, mobility, class mobility, and other things. Um, but you know, just looking at it from that kind of clashing. Contradiction within both the Trump voter base as well as some of the Trump uh, interest, you know, high-level, like, special interest support among industry groups, um, I think you're going to see a lot of contradictions and clashes emerge.
2: And the oh, merging, the emerging of the coming American fascism, uh, the circle around Trump, and of course he pr- promised jobs, jobs, jobs. He promised to get rid of those uh, rules and uh, procedures which uh, prevent uh, the coal industry claiming all the, the all these unemployed workers. I'm going to have jobs for them. So I oh. guess uh, we could say, I guess it could be that he's, that the thought is. By by deporting all of these people, by bringing in ten thousand thugs to deport them, to go right. b- go into people's houses and grab them and drag them out and bring them into private prisons, by doing all that, then then they, they'll be there will be ipso facto Eureka jobs. But of course, we know it doesn't work that way.
13: No, and I and I think that that's that's a good point. I think that it really, you know, I've been thinking for a while that Trump or his advisors, somebody in there knows pretty darn well that they actually cannot really improve the economy very much at all, uh, even though there are so many problems
14: with it.
5: you
13: know, Having a 4.8 or so, or 4.9 unemployment rate is about as, quote, good as it gets in the U.S. Of course, there's like, I'm not defending the Obama record, there's so many problems in terms of inequality and low-wage industries uh, leading the way in some of the job sectors that are creating more jobs. But I think that, you know, the smarter brains somewhere, you know, as, as, as venal and, and craven as they might be, you know, this, the smart brains in the Trump administration, they know they can't really create that many manufacturing jobs or good-paying jobs because, you know, so many of those industries are automating and are on their way out anyway and have been on their way out for decades in the United States, and so in lieu of that, they're throwing out all this like fresh red meat to the base that attacks and scapegoats, to immigrant people, and that you know attacks you know the, their sort of cowardly, Everybody cowardly sort of passive aggressive attack on transgender rights, you know, by calling it a states' rights issue, and meanwhile. Um, when it comes to, to marijuana use, they're going to say that it's not states' rights. So it's like
2: really cowardly. I mean, why did they get into this? I mean, why why should Trump get into uh, Get into um, we talk, we talked about the people being deported. Now the latest one today is uh, states, mostly blue states. The passed laws allowing for recreational marijuana, and he jumps out about that. What does he care? He doesn't care. So there's something else behind it. We think, or it's just the fact that uh, that's blue states and people like to smoke uh, the good, good herb. And he doesn't think that Trump voters will smoke the good herb. You
0: know, I, I don't know. Inside,
13: yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and I don't mean to sidetrack on that issue, but it's you know, I think it's another example of the way that. Trump is just throwing you know he's throwing tons of spaghetti at the refrigerator to see what sticks, and he's also throwing all this red meat at the base because in the end they know that they really can't create that many uh, good new jobs and and they won't you know they'll make some you know and and ironically you know their their biggest job creation uh, proposal so far seems to be sadly on uh, immigration bashing and Immigrant bashing and deportation by hiring, you know, quote ten thousand uh, so you know agents uh, for border executive... security, which is, is going to, you know, I, I think there's been you know stuff out there saying this is not even that realistic that they could hire that many people, but that quickly, or you know, but but aside from the fact that that's completely entirely the wrong way to go um, for so many different reasons, but it's you know, this is, this is their job creation strategy is, is is deportation and immigrant scapegoating. You know, it's like, that's kind of their goal, you know, strategy. I think as far as it goes right now is to say, we're going to hire all these border patrol agents and we're going to hire, you know, I, I've said for a while now that I think that they're, um, their infrastructure plan, so to speak, that they talked about earlier on, is really going to focus on job creation to create, you know, fences and borders, or extend and expand the existing fences and, and walls along the border. Right, um, and also.
1: Job oh, I just wanted to jump in and say, um, you know, also, uh, you know, giving these big contracts, uh, you know, to folks who may. Be, you know, private members of his uh, Florida club. Huh. <laughs> right,
13: right. No, I mean it's it, it, it's endless. You know, it's it's dizzying and endless to think about the direct policy implications. Never mind whether he's also engaging in a kleptocracy of sorts and various forms of, of patronage and and favorable contracts to to friends. You know, which we know will happen. I mean, it happens under all administrations, but it's happening more now and. You know, I was, I'm reminded of, you know, there was an event last night that was put on by the Progressive Democrats of America featuring Norman Solomon, a good friend of mine, awesome writer, and he talked about really pushing this impeachment idea around the emoluments, the domestic and foreign emoluments. And, you know, I don't know if that's where the left should put all of its energy, but I do I do think it's important for people to look at, in turn, and it ties in with this kleptocracy idea that, like... You know, Trump has, has so many direct and indirect forms of uh, profiteering off of the state. And, you know, meanwhile, that's bad enough in of itself. And then meanwhile, his chief sort of policy agenda is, is about is again about, you know, to the extent that there's any job creation, it's tied in with his scapegoating and policing and bashing of immigrants and... And probably some refugees as well. I mean, I don't think we know altogether which refugees are part of the immigrants uh, who will be deported. I think that gets complicated. But um, but just the fact that, you know, the Obama administration was so terrible about um, supporting uh, Syrian refugees to begin with. You know, we have like some tiny number that was paltry compared to the European Union and other places. And... You know now Trump, of course, is taking that <laughs> second or first first gear policy and putting it wildly in reverse. Um, you know, so it's 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 pathetic, and I hope that that Trump voters start to get the message that you know his agenda and his Trump's policies are fundamentally. Not in their interests and, and actually against their interests. And that's what my article is all about, the Trumping Labor article, which I hope people will check out.
2: A progressive, a good uh, word. what's the date again?
13: Uh, the... It's part of the March issue that will come to print, oh. uh, that is in print. And I, I encourage people to buy the progressive. It's not as well known as The Nation, but it's been around, um, as you know, since the early 1900s. And, uh, and di-
2: since
13: day, the, you've, the. Those progressive. The, and you've uh, the, the progressive. the the, the
2: La voice. That followed voice, very pure, I hear them. Uh, but anyway, what I want yeah. to hear... And, it, and
1: we'll, we'll just let people know the title of the article, because you can find it online. It's called Trumping Labor, the Republican Plan to, Get, to Gut Workers' Rights by Christopher D. Cook. Um, it's online at theprogressive.org. Uh, it's a magazine, and I, the article online was uh, put out on February 14th. So uh, I guess a lot of love went into this uh, article as well
13: love, fear, not hate, but love and fear and uh, concern for words. Love,
2: love will get you everywhere, hate will get you nowhere that's right, what I say right. and not in hate. fact if not you find hold on a minute Christopher, will you find it's a musical break, the Beatles song Nowhere Man because I did oh, yeah. love will get you nowhere. And he said, "Well, Trumps." for Then I realize if there's a real nowhere man, it's Trump. <laughs> but what I wanted to oh, yeah. also, also ask you, Christopher, I have a call in from uh, Standing Rock coming in shortly. But anyway, yeah. what I want to ask you is, I saw the resistance, the building, of the resistance. There's going to be a conference very soon, maybe next weekend. Uh, do you know about that?
13: I don't. I don't, but it I th- sounds great. I think it's
2: a Saturday, and it yeah. seems to be independent. This is not a, it's not the usual, the, the International Socialist Organization. I went to the last one, and I could, then I suddenly realized, oh, no, this is people who have their own agenda in my mind, and it was yeah. the ISO, and uh, you know how those folks do, or the Party of Liberation and Socialism. You know how those folks do, but this seems to be a more independent, uh, independent uh, situation, independent uh, conference. Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: this is
13: a whole other conversation, but I think, like, we all need to the extent, every extent possible to support each other's efforts. We can't always do that. We don't always agree with each other. But where possible, when possible, um, you know, the more the merrier, and and try to support each other's efforts and and still be critical and self-critical about, like, what's really going to work. You know, I think part of the key is not just having a ton of stuff that expresses our love, and our concern, not our hate. 11 are concerned, but also that strategic and smart and targeted and really with an eye toward not just expressing ourselves, but really making concrete change and changing the hearts and minds of those Trump voters and those people who are on the fence in some of those swing states. I think that is vital to, to reach the folks.
2: The other hand is that we both live here in San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco, and I had this vision, Trump wants to build a wall. Well we need to build a wall a wall of love and understanding and all those things you just said a rainbow bridge and that's yeah. and so I hope we can find I want to be part of a group that's rising. We're in San Francisco that is independent I have nothing against these folk uh, but I but I realize that they they have an agenda that they're Leninist, Marxist-Leninist, thus believe that they're the vanguard and that they're going to take us to the Promised Land. I don't believe that at all. And when I see, like I did at the Women's Building last Saturday, I see that that's happening. And in a way, they, you got to be really sharp. You have to really know this. I'm 79 years old to see that there's another agenda. In this case, I'll put it right out there. It's the International Socialist Organization, the ISO. I'm glad to work beside them, but... Uh, but uh, but uh, they're not my vanguard party. Do you hear me?
13: Hey, you know, we're all going to have different vanguard parties, and, and I'm going to agree and disagree with certain strategies and, and, and expressions that people have. And, you know, again, I think that it comes down to, like, all of us being uh, self-critical and also mutually supportive when possible. And, uh, again, it's got to be focused on building the largest degree of organized, coordinated, unified opposition and alternative creating as possible. And and that, you know, we can't be uncritical, we also can't be too precious right now about especially the resistance side. I think where we really differ a lot, and that's fine, is on what the alternatives will be. And that's, that debate has goes on. <laughs> But I think that where we resist Trump and the congressional-like attacks on just about everybody in America, except for the rich, um, we need to build as much unity as possible, even if it expresses itself in different ways.
2: I wish them well, and I wish you well. I wish everybody well. Excellent. And this, uh, this, uh, I'm so glad to hear from, because this is be free radio in the real sense of the word. I right put on my thank word. You guys. I put on my word, and you're always welcome here, brother. And please keep me in loop. I see you on Facebook all the time, and I, I really admire what you do. Do you hear me? I right am. Thank and, you, man. Thank and, you. and you're always welcome right here. Thank you. Chris. I,
13: I, I appreciate you guys' work. Keep up the great okay, work. Christopher, y'all. work, and I thank do have my view. And thank
1: I, you, Christopher Cook. Um, uh, from writing for The Progressive. You can find that article on org. Trumping Labor, The Republican Plan to Gut Workers' Rights. And uh, I'll also put it on our Facebook page um, later today or tomorrow when I post um, the link to this podcast, which is The Common Thread Collective on mutinyradio.fm And we're rolling right along. I'm going to play the song uh, Dave requested and we'll be right back with some more live contributions from our friends here at Mutiny Radio. And welcome back to the Common Thread Collective. I believe we have Feather on the line. Is that the case? Feather, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you. Yes. And you're coming in so clearly. It's wonderful. Um, thank oh, you for calling in to um, give us an update. I know you've been out... Uh, Standing Rock uh, Oseti Sacoan camp, um, tell us what the, what's been going on. I talked a little bit about it on Women's Magazine today. Um, the evacuation, kind of the deadline that came this week. Um, what's what's the word from the from uh, from Standing Rock?
14: Well, um, I am very closely in touch with everybody there. I had to come to Missoula for. Um, a, checking on family that had gotten very ill in the hospital. So
0: Sorry to hear I've that.
14: been in Missoula for the last couple of weeks, but still working remotely and helping to set up, uh, food donations coming in from organic Valley. We have a big one coming in next Wednesday for the camp. Um, this has been a really hard week for everybody. That's for sure. And a lot of people there, the media, they were, um, Definitely uh, not upholding First Amendment rights to have the media in there. They were really making it very, very difficult. Um, I wanted to read you something. One of the best resources on the Internet, on Facebook, is Standing Rock Rising. I'd like to say that right now. That's part of our media crew, my good friend Ryan Visions. And he has done a wonderful job putting up a, a lot of what's happening. And then from there you can find other parts, but I'd like to read, uh, this is a good, um, synopsis of what's happened. And this was just seven hours ago. It came up, uh, a time. L- can you hear me? Okay.
1: Yeah. Very, very, very better than ever before. Actually to tell you the truth. Oh, good.
14: <laughs> I'm in a house with electricity. Uh-huh. aha <laughs> 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 Oh, well, um, a timeline, timeline and summary of yesterday's February twenty third events at the main camp. So this was just um, this was just posted seven hours ago, and this is about yesterday. Uh, around ten a.m. CST, North Dakota law enforcement and National Guard entered the Ochací Sakowin camp to begin clearing water protectors from the land. Arrests were made throughout the morning and afternoon, including the arrest of elders, journalists, and former military. two PM CST Ochedi Sakoin camp became overran with armed military trucks. At approximately three PM CST, North Dakota law enforcement, National Park Rangers, and National Guard began moving into the Rosebud Camp, located across the Cannonball River from Ocheti Sakon. The North Dakota governor considers this to be Army Corps lands, which is why it was also cleared. However, all camps are located on the 1851 and 1868 Fort Laramie Treaty lands. Ten arrests were made on February 22nd, The total number of arrests made on February 23rd is 47. And a lot of people have stayed in prayer and stayed in solidarity. I heard yesterday there were still 750 folks at the camps, even though Orchetti had been cleaned and everybody had you know, had moved on their own out of there or chose to stay and be arrested. And that's how many folks did choose to stay and be arrested. And, you know, very peacefully and and, uh, speaking their truth. And, you know, a lot of prayers need to go to them. Uh,
2: uh, But there's a lot
14: of uh, solidarity and prayers. And so everybody is uh, up uh, on the hilltop with the veterans at the um, the top of the hill where the um, Sacred, Stone, well, right, Sacred, really Stone. Sacred Stone, the Black black Hoop camp. So they, they,
0: at so the they're moment, there.
14: I believe they're still there. And that's a separate some camp. Some people are still trying to figure out a way to get home, but a lot of people are just staying very calm wow. and positive and, and supporting one another. I mean, it's a lot of trauma.
2: This oh, my just. goodness. Well, I heard about the two people burned. One young woman burned very, very seriously, that there fires and people were burning up the tents and stuff. And I don't know how I happened. I'm sure that's somebody who you knew quite well. Is that it right?
14: Was, you know what? The little boy is Rudell Bearshirt's cousin. Really? He, he, he called me about it. That's his cousin. And so I, I believe it was a, an explosion, like a propane tank exploded. Wow. You know, people, the kids weren't, you know, unsafely close to a regular fire, but I think something happened where. Um,
2: well, it says she you know, was helicoptered. explosion happened. It was helicoptered out. So this is serious. I hope they're doing better. More prayers needed. Every day, more prayers needed. Now, you say you're going back in a few days. Is that right? I want to go
14: back. Well, where in would you go back days, to? But I have managed to come down with pneumonia. And, oh my goodness!
2: Uh, we well, where? <laughs> oh, where? Well, you better get some rest. The people are out there. You can pray from afar. And you've done what you have to do, what you will do. And uh, so, you, so well, let me see. Let's wind up. You say there. Are yeah. People, well, I've been
14: working pretty full time from here. Oh,
2: you have. I, have a, a, I know you, a Feather. Food
14: run that's coming in this Wednesday. Oh, and I know I'm Feather. Really, you know, happy to be able to,
2: and that's to organic set that up the way that I.
14: That and that's our that's connections cool.
2: over with Organic Valley. Yeah. And uh, in fact, cool. it was George Seaman and Organic Valley. Say it now, Val. Organic Valley is our underwriters, underwrites this show. George Seaman, there's so much good work they do, it's amazing.
14: Well, the all the people at Standing Rock, everyone there, all the water protectors really appreciate it. Organic Valley and and George Seaman for seeing this as a humanitarian
0: uh, donation
14: and important to support. They really see it as that, and and it is. It's uh, really important. And speaking of support, this is something that uh, everybody should know about. If you go to Standing Rock Rising
2: standing That's Rock right I
14: would I would tell people remember that one and go in there and from there you can get anywhere else he's one of our, our just best video you know video people and wonderful brother um, and then in, in that it's it also shows that if you want to channel some green energy for the, the legal fees that more legal fees that we now have going is uh, there's a the water protectors legal collective is where that could go. And you could Google that, Water Protector Legal Collective, or go to Standing Rock Rising, and you'll see it on there.
2: You look, uh, prayers are right. Hey, Bavel hey, Say that Richard. again, Dave.
1: What? Val. Uh, he's 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 ramping up to say oh. something. Hey Val. Oh,
2: you're wondering
14: where Val
1: is? No, no, I'm I'm doing this. I'm right I, here. She's right here.
2: <laughs> In fact, I'm going to call the names of people who are right here. Val, take my hands. you, uh, Tyler, okay. take my hands. Richard, take my hands. And you said prayer, and we're going to end this. Now I hope to talk to you next week, where if and if and if, if you get back, or if you don't get back. But we, I want to right, do the, Well,
14: I'm. I'm totally involved.
2: Okay. Well, I know you I'm are. Uh, every hey, way I, I
14: can and staying really connected with everybody. So you know, take a look on. You know what's coming across on the internet, the live feeds. Ryan's is really great, and a lot of people contribute on this page to mm-hmm. Standing Rock Rising. Matter of fact, over a quarter of a million people are following him quarter
2: million, oh, some feather. so Feather, and way I know how hard you in. work. I know you're hard, we in. know the a rainbow, quarter million and I know... people
14: can see what you know. You think too, so that's
2: great. Can you hear me now? Hi, Feather. Feather, I know yeah. how much work you do. I know I could trade tra- tra- a lot of this back, some of it or a part of it back, to your work in the Black Hills at the Rainbow Gathering, where you brought the people together, and out of which came the rainbow... The, the, the Lakota Rainbow Alliance, and much of this could be, uh, to Matrice, and you, the fact that you're there now, is that right? You were there now. You're totally involved there now. This is your life there now. Hey, Feather. But you spoke a prayer, and I want to end this with, with a little prayer, a prayer, a short prayer, not a little prayer, but a short prayer, different, uh, which is uh, the prayer of the Red Road, which is the prayer of the warrior path. It's the sober path. And I like to do it every day, just like we're doing now. We're we're holding hands, you can do the same. It's like, put your hands on the radio, people. just joking. It goes like this. Great spirit, whose voice I hear in the wind, whose breath gives life to the world, hear me. I come to you as one of your many children. I'm small and weak, I need your strength and wisdom. May I walk in beauty. Tekashala, all my relations. So, fe- So, hey, Feather. Oh, I hope to talk to you later this week. I think you're. All, uh, so I'm so glad I got your number, and we're calling and communicating, and let the world know. Hey, Richard. Do you have a poem you'd all like right. to do? we'll Send their prayers I'd and their love.
1: We we absolutely will, and we'll post it on our Facebook page as well to. To go to the Standing Rock Rising page, and also to try to donate to the Water Protectors Legal Collective, and um, and next week, if you do get a chance to call in, we're actually going to be ending our show earlier for a special event that's happening. So uh, we may ask if you could call in an hour earlier next week. Um, We're going to be in. We're going to be ending. Well, we're going to be ending our show. Right now, I think you called in at five o'clock. Yeah, Friday. So if, if you can, if you can, if it works out. And I know you you and Dave can coordinate that. Um, but sh- uh, if instead of calling in at 5 o'clock Pacific time, calling in at 4 o'clock Pacific time. Got it. Right. Thank you so much, Feather. It's good to hear from you. And uh, please uh, convey our love uh, and and respect for everybody out there um, in uh
0: Yeah, I'd like to also throw
14: in a short prayer of Grandfather David Menunges of the Hopis. He would say, he would greet me at the door with this. He would open the door and he would say, all I want is for all the children everywhere to drink the sweet milk of the Mother Earth. Mm. That's what we're working for. That's
1: what we're working for. Thank you so much.
14: Loving
2: you all.
1: Same to you, Feather. Same to you. Are you
2: there?
1: So you're listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm, uh, San Francisco, here every Friday. And uh, we're so, um, it's it's wonderful that Feather can give us a call in. And, and other folks who have been out there at Standing Rock at the camp, uh, you heard it right here. Um, there's still people who are out there at the camp. Apparently uh, about 750 people still out there, even though the main oseti Second camp has been cleaned out. Uh, law enforcement moved in. Uh, just yesterday in the morning. Um, I made 47 arrests, including elders, journalists, and military personnel. Um, so uh, we are not uh, forgetting and we're not letting up on this such a uh, very important issue. So here we are. It is uh, just about 5 eighteen. I see that we've got Richard Sanderell who's been waiting here patiently with some things to share and then we'll go out and 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 get some music uh, from from Max and well oh yeah and and Taylor's here too. I didn't know you had another Taylor
2: now then play some music then Richard will come
1: on. Okay. Okay. Yeah sure. Here here we go.
3: Okay. This piece is called Hate Has No Religion. Hate has no religion, neither does it have a gender, ethnicity, nor nationality. Hate is no respecter of geography, age, or socioeconomic status. Hate does not discriminate, but it is the cause behind it. Hate is a human issue. It speaks to the condition of a person's heart. You, if you want to know someone's heart, listen to them speak. Out of the mouth flows what's in the heart. You can also see hate in a person's actions. Often, their speech and actions are out of sync, like a bad performance. When entertaining hate, it will always betray you in one way or another. If you're going to bed with hate, make room for fear, anger, and pride too. Where hate goes, they go, because they are all linked together, feeding off one another. Hate has no religion. As long as you are human, you are... You can succumb to this ill. No one is immune unless you're truly committed to daily checking your biases at the door. Let's stop finger pointing and attempting to label one group as more hateful than the next. Let's also remember that a differing opinion doesn't automatically equal hate. We can't go slapping that label on anyone with whom we disagree, for it shows our own hatred of different schools of thought and meaningful dialogue. We are allowed to disagree. Hate has no religion. It is not linked solely with so-called extremists, though it can be extreme. Extreme hate can birth extremists true, but it can also birth moderates who are moderate in appearance only, and what's actually in their heart would make one cringe. Hate has no religion. Neither does it have a gender, ethnicity, nor nationality. It is no respecter of geography, age, or socioeconomic status. Hate does not discriminate. Hate is a human issue, a heart issue, to which none of us are immune. To eradicate hate in the world, we must first eradicate it within ourselves.
2: Mm. Beautiful. Good. Right, what I say? And that's what, what so
1: true it's, It starts it's in the heart And it's and where it ends too
2: Love will get you everywhere And hate will get you nowhere Hey, hey Tyler That's Taylor. love will
1: get, to get you everywhere Hate will get you nowhere That's okay, Taylor He's been saying my name wrong For like eight years it's okay. Yeah, well, that's good <laughs> <laughs> now,
2: I have, Okay, I have I'm such a failure What are you guys Maybe you could do better without me But here I am Maybe you could do better without me, but here I am doing what I do. Maybe they old, maybe age is, may, maybe age is to creep up on me, and I'm becoming a creep. What happens when age creeps up on you? You become a creep. You have to creep on by. Anyway, be careful. Well, hey, we got Max. Max. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Play a couple of songs. We're doing well. What time is it?
1: It's five twenty. So 5:20. two two songs, and then we'll go to Richard, and then we'll wrap up. Perfect.
15: Have you, have
1: you checked this out yet, though? Give me a little bit of the vocal.
15: Hey, what's up? i all good with that.
1: Right. Yeah, sounds good. And what's who's your friend? Salvador. Hey, Salvador. Salvador. Welcome. Let us let me hear, uh, let me get a little mic check on that bass.
15: mic no, check on the bass.
1: Play it. Play
15: it. Play it. Play it. Play for it. Play. Just a
1: couple. Just play a chord. Get
15: loud if you want. You get as loud as you can. Got it.
1: Got it. Sounds good. Gotcha.
2: Thanks a lot. It's so good. Hey, man. It's so good you finally, and you sounded so good together.
1: That was a great sound effect right at the end, too. <laughs> Thanks, you too. That was awesome. Thank you so much for, for playing. Rocking and rolling here on the Common Thread Collective.
2: I, I hope uh, you come back to becoming a regular member of our suite, of our crew, of our collective, of our fellow human beings.
1: That's right. And next week All we'll... Regular? Is that the deal? Uh, Max is kind hey, of a regular.
2: Man, we have to get more
15: regular all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry. Regular doesn't mean normal. It's all right. <laughs> it be um. <laughs> No, thanks, you guys. And and if you if you happen to come back next week, just a just a heads up, we're going to be ending our show at four thirty. So, uh, ne- just next Friday. So just FYI, and then anybody else out there who's listening and thinking about coming down, uh, we'll be wrapping up early next Friday, March third. Um, also, March third on Women's Magazine, I'll be interviewing our friend E K Keith, who went to the, we the Women's Mouth Women's March in Washington. But like I said before, we've got our friend. Uh, uh, consummate friend and, uh, and and patient patient poet sit in here. Richard Sanderell.
12: Richard Well, okay, Okie dokie, Artichokey. God, where the hell did that come from? Okay. Oh god, I'm back in Ohio.
2: It's a, uh <laughs> <funny>. Okay dokie. <laughs> <clears throat> it happens something here in from California. I yeah. like uh, I've never heard it before. See you later,
1: alligator. After a while, crocodile. <laughs>
12: See, see how silly it was? It was very silly. Uh, All right, well, um, it's been pretty serious around here in some ways, so I'm going to try to lighten the mood a bit. Not that I may not still get serious on you. I see their notebooks. As I wait, I see, excuse me, as I wait, see the writer's notebook closed waiting for words from writer's lips. I share these notes, I stare at these notes between covers, imagine content. As I wait, what feelings will words raise in me? Will I want to get up and dance, hoop, holler, run from, find pleasure, revulsion, joy, ecstasy in words? As I wait, will I be told truths, lies, to tell truth, or just out and out lies, fantasy versus reality? As I wait, even waiting passes. I learn the pulse of the writer's mood at this place and time. As I wait, it is my time for the writers, poets, musicians to take my pulse. Is he still alive?
1: Oh, you're more lively than you let on, Richard. I, <laughs> especially lively. when you do some James Brown. or <laughs>
12: Well, I, uh, with my tongue in my cheek, and uh, for the fiftieth, uh, Jerry Garcia ungratefully. Excuse me, Jerry Garcia is dead ungratefully. Weight of a feather equals Jerry Garcia's weight of the world. As an early hippie, drugs are hallucinants and pot. Hard drugs killed the hate. Hard drugs killed Jerry. It just took longer.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
12: Thank you for that chuckle. I like that. <laughs>
2: uh, what was the band who did the song? Uh, Back then, Bring Me the Head of Jerry Garcia. Oh, God, was a song. Seems like Wait, I I'd love it. to find it. Here bring you go. it.
0: Right here, man. There it is
2: what is that jerry garcia max has a tattoo
1: of jerry garcia on his leg that he Uh, just came in to show us oh Uh, picture it at home folks (laughs) well i think it's a good one one. uh,
12: she asked me for my sign la at a party meeting a young woman who quizzes quizzes inquiring minds need to know who are you what do you desire want out of life all the important questions inquiring minds want to know are her eyes inviting or are they stop signs i am unable to tell she parts from me briefly i want to give her i want to give it up if she wants to give it up my inquiring mind desires to know she eventually makes her way back she shares a joint and asks me what my sign is this is a time when more people begin to check out astrology i tell her aries which is a fire sign this is when the inquiring mind has to go her eyes become stop signs turns on her heels without so much as an adios we will not be soulmates i have the wrong sign fire
1: fire light my fire i told i, I see you are more lively than you let on sometimes. Sure. You like can to I pretend really like mean, you're not. Really I'm seeing through. Oh, what do you mean? You I'm, seeing, you really I'm, well, seeing through I'm seeing through this. I'm seeing through your, it's kind I, of, I got it's your number, Richard.
2: <laughs> it really happened. I guess I've known people like that, but I've never known people to react exactly that much of turning oh. on their heels oh. and walking away. That's right. And you can say, well, I guess you're better off. Well, let's hope so that was the case. Well, in my case, I'm Scorpio, as you know, November 12th. So I got the, the all the good the positive and the negatives, but I'm working on it.
12: Well I'm gonna end up with a serious one.
2: Fuck you, do
12: it. Um uh, One that is given away. There were two, one is given away. In the end there are six, and the one never comes back, leaving five. Why had he been the one left behind? Why had they not come back for him? Questions never fully answered. He would never know his siblings or meet his father, mother. Though he met his mother's relatives, they would come and go, leaving him with the crazy man and woman who adopted him. There is no love in this family, only control. He became a loner in life, never trusting anyone with any certainty. Love can be a beautiful thing when it's realized. All too often, it's about self, not us, that love needs. Yes, love needs. Do not leave your children, do not leave them behind. Love may die before it, before it can bud.
2: Oh, wow. Well, let's hope we get some budding. Hey, thanks, Richard. Hey. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, everybody. Let's hope we can do some button budding, bud. budding, as we do every week, budding. And uh, hey, Val, thanks for all you do. And uh, I think we're about to wrap up. Is that right? That's right. So thanks for everybody who came through. And Tyler, thanks for coming. I hope you become more and more part of this when you get a chance to become part of this uh, circle, as you see. Always a pleasure. Fuck yeah. That's
1: what I say. Hey, hey Val, take it away. I see something in your hand that I think you're going to read to us. Well, I I do want to uh, let people know um, just a quick announcement. Um, On Tuesday, the 28th, uh, there's a group that is gathering at City Hall for the Board of Supervisors meeting starting at two o'clock in support of uh, an ordinance that would um, not, not just a, a statement kind of ordinance but an ordinance that would uh, help uh, set San Francisco up to resist any sort of potential Muslim registry uh, so there's a group uh, gathering there if you're interested in joining them and, and seeing what they're up to um, and uh, supporting all of our brothers and sisters uh, whatever creed or country they may be from uh two o'clock is uh, every Tuesday as the board of supervisors meeting um in in city hall uh straight upstairs on the second floor um like right up at the top of the stairs so uh you'll be able to find it i believe okay.
2: well, I mean, so last night. last night there was sudden and and a tour, there were hundreds of people there. Uh, protesting uh, uh, the the secretary of education. Oh boy, uh, the, the fact that they took the uh, the the bathrooms, bathrooms, the bathrooms can now be, now be or must be your uh, your born gender.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, it's
2: going to be happening all the time. A
1: lot of uh,
2: many times.
1: Retreating from from progress, um, trying to uh, dismantle it. Uh, beware. But uh, speaking of budding, um, spring keeps teasing us, showing a little shoulder, getting a little bolder before turning away again, letting the rain come in, afternoon blossoms mesmerize us standing in a cold wind. Here we are, folks, Okay. and uh, we're going to be wrapping up now. Uh, Thank you for so much for joining us here on the Common Thread Collective. Uh, You're welcome to join us here at Mutiny Radio. Of course, if you're listening, mutinyradio.fm here in San Francisco. Uh, But you can come and join us in person to be a part of this and contribute what you have to say or play or share or uh, instigate we're here at 2781 21st street at the corner of 21st and florida streets here in the mission district of san francisco Um, lots of love to everybody stay strong uh, hold close to one another be good to one another and uh, i'll play a little music and now from a local group Uh, i played a little earlier hazy loper and uh, stay tuned Uh, the happy comedy happy hour is coming up next and we're ramping up Mutiny Radio is ramping up to have a, a Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's the second annual. It's going to be March 1st to March 5th. A whole showcase of, uh, of performers throughout those uh, days and nights. So um, check it out on our website. Uh, come to a show and everything will be helping to support this station of free speech and fun so uh yeah come on down and be a part of that as well um, and so uh, to accommodate uh one of the special shows uh in the mutiny radio comedy festival next friday common thread collective will be ending a bit early at 4:30 p.m um but we're happy to have you for that first hour and a half. It's not every show that actually has three hours on the air. So, you know, it's probably reasonable to think an hour and a half we could do. You're welcome to join us. Um, but we'll we'll keep you all posted on any other any other changes to schedule. But so far, so good. That's all that we've got. That's the only um, foreseeable... Um, in you know change so thanks again Um, thanks for listening to our show the Common Thread Collective and to Women's Magazine here uh, which I host from 2 to 3 p.m. every Friday Um, and also to our friend Roman Reimer and his show Fridays 12 to 2 the weekly review um lots of uh, great voices coming out of this station. Uh, Friday is a great day to be here at um, Mutiny Radio. So peace and love to y'all, and we'll see you next week.
9: The stars that fall like suicides It's the last night of the earth It's time to all of the stones Gathered up from burn St. John in his hour darkness Through the book of revelations We left the city lights behind With that
8: and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> Yo, that is incorrect. What? Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? For altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com This is Culture Damantos with
10: mute the Radio. Up to number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time.
16: Ah! Good evening, there, my friends. Here at MutinyRadio. Evan, Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over. I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey, <laughs> yeah.
5: Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now.
15: hurt me, but boy how it burns me whenever she touched me and I feel so lucky
16: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a pattern?
7: has to offer.
0: Run!
17: The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S. From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. FM, but see them live in our intimate 30 seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Now, brought to you by our generous festival sponsors Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, What a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Ociento, Hot.com, Jankytown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick.
0: My
18: heart. To place, time and space, the on you so much. This locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for Happy Hour Pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for Happy Hour Pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. A Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, I this is the perfect more, place for groups never. that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. I
17: want it more. Whoa there. What a tomato! Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. What a tomato.
18: 2055 Gerold Avenue.
1: Hope your legs are looking sexy, cause we're gonna charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Mom's Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday,
3: March 7th.
1: See you there, sexy.
17: What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you gonna work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork.
16: Man, you should go to JohnStraussLaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side and best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did.
17: That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com.
10: This is to Metals We'll mute the radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
16: Good evening, there, my friends. Here at Mutiny Radio Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's comedy clubhouse every Friday from eight to ten p.m. I mean, if